0: Rebels, you're listening to a free audio-only recording of my weekly Wednesday night show, The Gun Show. However, as you know, this is the internet, so you know what? You can listen or watch, for that matter, whenever you feel like. Tonight my guest is Glenn Carrot from United We Roll, but he's also, as some of you may not know, a town councillor in Innisfail, Alberta. Actually, I guess now he's a former town councillor, and he'll tell you how that came to be. Now, if you like listening to the show, then I promise you're going to love watching it. But in order to watch, you need to be a subscriber to Rebel News Plus. That's what we call our long-form TV-style shows here on Rebel News. Subscribers get access to my show, which I, you know, honestly, I think is pretty great. But you'll get access to Ezra's Nightly, Ezra Levant show, and David Menzies' fun Friday Night Show Rebel Roundup, where you see your favorite rebels talking about their favorite stories of the week. It's only eight bucks a month to subscribe. And just for our podcast listeners, you can save an extra 10% on a new Rebel News Plus subscription by using the coupon code podcast when you subscribe. Just go to rebelnews.com slash subscribe to become a member today. And now please enjoy this free audio only version of my show. A small town Alberta town councillor resigns in protest of the lockdown restrictions on small businesses. I'm Sheila Gunn Reed, and you're watching The Gun Show.
1: coming to speak at the protest. Why is it important to have this protest here in Innisfil? Uh, well, I, I'm not sure if I'm actually going to be speaking, per se. It's uh, just to support other councillors that have a message to to get out there and support uh, the anti-racism. Can you give um, me an
0: example of racism here?
1: Uh, examples? I personally have seen, uh, like I have some uh, close friends that they've exhibited, you know, whether they are black or of another culture. Uh, just being uncomfortable, you know, you go to some of these soccer soccer games, you go to uh, hockey games, you go to any public event and, and there is that level of just feeling a little bit less comfortable and I really want Innisfail to make everyone feel comfortable. Uh, are you from Innisfail? I'm not, I'm from Calgary. Okay, drove, drove in for the uh, party.
0: Absolutely. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Could you give me an example of police brutality in Innisfail?
0: Um, I'm actually not going to talk to any media today. I'm sorry. That's just not something. There's lots of media and people talking to media over there. Um, as far as my quote on anything, I'm not going to give one.
1: Well, you're, you're at a protest. What's your point here if not to spread your message?
0: I'm here to uh, show support. That's all.
1: To stop police brutality in the town of Innisfail with 7,000 people.
0: To stop police bruta- brutality in general.
1: Are you, are you here to support the rally? Yes. Okay. Would, would you be able to give me any examples yeah. of... Uh, few f- racist f- pieces? of shit. Get the the fuck fuck out, of out of here, here you, are you Nazi. Nazi.
0: What you just saw there was part of a larger report done by my friend and colleague, Kian Bextie. Actually, it was one of our most popular videos of 2020. And why was that? Especially when it's about small town Innisfail, Alberta. Well, it really struck a chord. You see, outside BLM activists from Calgary and Edmonton were bust into little tiny Innisfail, about an hour north of Calgary, to stage a rally there. Now, there was no particular inciting incident of racism that would prompt BLM to rally in that small oil patch and farming community. Instead, it was urban left-wing activists and their own prejudice toward anyone who lives outside of large city centers that prompted the rally. And at the time, and as Keen pointed out in his reporting, this slander and libel against the good people of Innisfail went largely unopposed by the leadership on Innisfail's town council and that includes the mayor except for one man a familiar face to rebel viewers now many of you know and if you're like me you appreciate the work of Glenn Carrot as one of the lead organizers of united we roll you see Glenn is an Innisfail businessman who led the convoy of truckers all the way across the prairies, all the way across the middle part of the country and all the way to Ottawa to try to get the Liberal government to listen to what's happening here in Alberta. Job losses, suicides, foreclosures, divorces, bankruptcies, all because we have a government in Ottawa that hates oil and gas. But not only is Glenn an activist, And a businessman, he's also a town councillor in Innisfail, Alberta, and he has been outspoken against the lockdown restrictions meant to fight the spread of the coronavirus. Glenn says these restrictions are damaging to the economy, but they're also damaging to people psychologically and emotionally. Glenn has been advocating for small businesses like Blades to Fade's Barbershop, run, in fact, by former Alberta Premier Ralph Klein's own niece, Natalie. Well, Glenn has been advocating for those places to open their doors in the face of expensive lockdown fines after the government has just shuttered them. And because of Glenn's support for small businesses, Glenn has faced such incredible pushback from his fellow councillors and the mayor i ran into glenn at that barber shop i mentioned earlier blades to fades to talk about his recent resignation in protest from innisfail town council and his newly launched campaign to be the mayor of innisfail take a listen are here in Innisfil. You were up until yesterday a town councillor here in Innisfil, and I'm kind of proud and excited to be the first person um, in the media to really speak to you about why you resigned from town council here.
1: Yeah, you know, I resigned because uh, I, I stand behind small business, and and uh, I don't I don't expect anybody to do anything illegal, and and the problem here is that is that we have to choose between survival and illegal and i'm not i'm not the one that broke the law but the rest of council felt like that i was supporting someone to break the law but that's not the case i was i was simply supporting a business to open and and i do support that and i'll stand behind that 100 percent i feel that that government is broken right now we have we have government that can't speak for the people if you say anything then you're you're chastised and bullied and and uh, if you don't conform to everything that's that's being said then then you you end up being forced out of out of a out of a council and uh, you know we we've had a great council for the most part we've we've done a lot of great things for this town and i and I, we've done a lot of great work but it's unfortunate that we've had some social economic issues that have come up over the last year uh, in you know with black lives matter rally and the pandemic and the and and all this stuff that's come up and i posed the question last night that how come it's okay for the rest of council to support a Black Lives Matter rally and break all the rules and all the regulations that Alberta Health set out there, yet all I did was put a post on Facebook saying that I support a small business opening, and I'm and I'm supposedly breaking the code of conduct. I don't understand it. I you know uh, you, when if a government can't speak out for the people, then then that's where the problem lies. And I and I won't be involved in a council that doesn't support. That, that doesn't support small business. If they say they support support this small business, then why didn't they get behind what I was saying? Make a phone call and say, Glenn, we need to we need to get together. We need to write a letter to the to the premier to, to move in a different direction. But no, they would rather go directly to the paper and start claiming that there's a code of conduct, and that's not leadership. That's not that's not the way uh, problem solving is is completed. And and uh, our, I feel like we've been divided as a council since. Uh, since the beginning of this pandemic, and and I'd like to be a leader to get this council back on target.
0: And, you know, we're hearing other municipalities speaking out, like for example, Edson, their mayor has said that it is time to start reopening the economy, and their council is sort of standing together, but here in Innisfil, which seems strange to me, because Innisfil is a very conservative place, um, and I think you when you ran initially on council it was on like a pro small business platform why the heck is what like what's going on with the Innisfail town council
1: yeah I don't you know I don't understand it i do I do get that we need to to work cohesively and and we have to follow uh code of conduct I get that but if again, if we can't if we can't um, support and say publicly that we support small businesses opening when it's a matter of survival, then we've got a problem with government. And I, I don't I don't understand where the, where the disconnect comes with with not getting behind opening up a small business. And I know they all support uh, that they want to have small business open. So so why not jump on board with somebody that's taken the initiative? To, to help support the small business I you know I realize that we don't want to we don't want to condone um, illegal actions I get that but uh, but we're, we're not we're just supporting a business to they're making the choice on their own to do that what I, to support somebody to is not illegal to have a livelihood so it, it's I know it's fine lines but uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to stand behind small business any day of the week. And come October, sorry, come October, you know, uh, the election will decide. Uh, I'm going to continue to run for mayor. And, and, if, and if the rest of the town uh, sees my conviction and sees that I care about this community and that I will fight for you and I'll fight for oil and gas, I, and, and I am a fighter, uh, then, then that will be determined. And, and if I'm not successful, then, then uh, I guess the people have spoken. Our court and jury is, is the election.
0: Now, uh, today we're here at Blades to Fades and that's, I guess, what the dispute with Town Council grew out of was your support for this small business. Uh, Let's look a little bit beyond what's happening in Innisfil. You've been a strong advocate for small businesses. Uh, Why do you think the provincial government is still so strong on these small business closures?
1: You know, I I don't I don't really know. I, I you can have a lot of speculation about what Premier Kenny's doing, and and I, I feel he's actually um, posturing himself for the for the big job in Ottawa, and he's pandering to to Ontario and to into their into the popularity of Doug Ford, and that that uh, <laughs> another successful successful haircut. <laughs> Be safe and uh, you know he's not Alberta hard-working people we you you just saw this gentleman come out of the hairdressing salon wearing a mask they're taking all the precautions they are opening they're working safely she's gonna screen this next guy coming in we're doing they're doing everything they're following the rules there's zero cases in in hairdressing salons these people have to survive they have to live and what people also don't understand this building it's got three businesses in it the guy that owns it I know him personally and if if they move out he's lost a tenant and then and then what happens he can't find anybody to go in there so then maybe he loses his building and and we're in a big turmoil if we continue to go down this hole so I I really I really need people to understand that uh, that that there's a huge trickle-down effect with small business. If one business loses, then everybody loses, and, and they can't put food on the table, and it's very important to keep these small businesses rolling, and they're taking the precautions to do so.
0: Now, let's talk about some of your other advocacy. I, You first came on my radar uh, with United We Roll Convoy and the convoys that you planned all across Alberta and then all the way to Ottawa, and uh, now we have or were poised to have, I guess, a pretty anti-fossil fuel president in the White House should Joe Biden be uh, inaugurated next week. Uh, what do you think that means for us here in Alberta?
1: It's it's terrible. It's Well, you know, uh, actually, if people realized having joe biden in the states would actually help our oil and gas in canada because he's against fracking and and uh biden would would shut down a lot of the oil and gas and our supply would go up but we need to look at this as a whole holistic thing and as as long as we have uh prime minister trudeau in in power that doesn't matter because he's continuing to stifle our our economy and our oil and gas and and pandering to the to the paris agreements when when we're the most environmentally friendly country uh, with our oil exploration and our oil um, production in the world we don't we don't need to be worrying about it we need to be leading by example and showing other countries that we are the best and getting our uh, oil reserves which is the third largest oil reserve in the world back to back to work we still to this day we still spend fifty million dollars a day on foreign oil and we we did the convoy in 2019 february 2019 and there's and nothing's changed in fact it's got worse and what premier kenny came on board to to try and uh, get business back into alberta and there's been there's been nothing we've in fact lost more business so what what's happening why are we why are we losing our natural uh, resources when the only thing that's going to happen is if we shut down Alberta oil is we're just going to continue to buy. That $50 million a day is going to go to $60 million a day, $100 million a day of foreign oil because the, foreign, the world production of oil is going up. So we have to get it from somewhere. It just makes, I don't know why this makes so much sense to, to people that, that understand business, but uh, that other people can't see it. It's, it's oil is not going anywhere.
0: You know, as you were talking about the convoy, it just occurred to me. Justin Trudeau, no uh, not just Justin Trudeau, but not a single liberal MP came out to meet with you guys when you drove all the way from Alberta to Ottawa and yet they came out and knelt with Black Lives Matter in the middle of a pandemic.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it it the hypocrisy just does not make sense on on the left and uh, exactly, he came out he came out to support Black Lives Matter and uh, the organization is the the money is funded by by the Democrat Party in the states and and it's a problem but they won't come out and support hard-working oil and gas and and I and I kind of see the same hypocrisy with with the council is they supported a Black Lives Matter rally in town here and but they won't don't seem to support a a small town business and I I just don't understand, it's definitely been some division, there's left and right division and uh, we need a middle ground here and we need to figure out uh, who who the problem is and and start fixing the problem.
0: You know, I think that middle ground is pro-Canada. You know, it should be pro-Canada, not people who think that Canada is a terrible racist place. And I think it was the same thing here in Innisfail When Black Lives Matter from Calgary invaded your small town, uh, you had a town council that sided with, uh, I guess, out-of-area interlopers who called your community racist. And you had people on your own town council who agreed with that. And I thought that was terrible because I don't think you want... Leadership who are not proud of their community.
1: Exactly. I, I'm. I'm proud of our community. I don't. It, it, we can always learn from racism. We can always grow. There's never a question with that. We developed. We developed a new policy on town, which which I was actually surprised that we didn't have. I'm my small business. I've got a. I've got a racism policy. So we developed that. But I. But I don't understand how they how they can shame. In fact, some councillors uh, went on the radio and and stated that they were shamed of of Innisfail. Well. How can you be proud of your community when you actually say that you're, that you're ashamed of them? And uh, I, I, don't think, I don't think we have a, a racist community, again, do we need to learn? Yes, but we, we don't need to be told that we're racist, we're, a, we're an accepting a community.
0: Now, you've decided to run for mayor, you've alluded to that. Uh, what are some of the key things that you want to focus on when you are running as mayor?
1: well i'm gonna i'm gonna continue to be obviously be an advocate for small business uh what do we really need to look at is the way we govern and and the way uh you know that if we have a an issue that we should be able to speak out for it and, and our elections will decide whether whether people support that or not uh so and i will also continue uh working with the user groups the minor hockeys the minor balls and and all the people in town that they're the ones that know the town i'm i'm not the expert i I rely on them because they're involved in it to tell me what they think the town should look like. I, we need to stop thinking that we're the experts on, on all of these issues and start listening to the town. Stop spending an uh, enorm- enormous amount of money on, on studies and just listen to the, to the town people about what's going on.
0: Uh, what's next for United We Roll? What's next for small businesses here in central Alberta?
1: Well, we're going to see, you know, this, uh, they've done now four successful haircuts here. So you know what? It looks to me like uh, things are rolling along. They're open. I, I don't know if they'll get fined or if they're just going to be be opened up. But, uh, I, I, you know, if anybody else wants our support to to uh, rally some troops to get them open and, and rolling, then, then I'll do that, whether it's in Innisfail, Red Deer anywhere in Alberta we'll we'll get out there and we'll we'll help get these businesses open that are that are following the regulations and and can open safely if they can do it then uh, then we need to get it open i i believe all businesses should be open uh, at a, at a certain point and that that time is right now
0: yeah no i agree if uh, you can take your dog for a haircut certainly you can take your husband for one too
1: <laughs> right yeah exactly and and you know uh, we all we all realize that we can't overwhelm the hospitals that but the point is this is not what's overwhelming the hospitals and if if political staffers can can travel freely which they should be able to do they should the problem shouldn't be them traveling the problem is that they they don't see that everybody else can do things safely as well
0: Glenn you're <laughs> shivering I'm shivering <laughs> thanks so much for talking to me and I wish you the best of luck in your mayoral campaign uh, I don't know who else is running but Personally, I think you're the best guy for the job.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate, I do appreciate Rebel Media. And uh, I know they tend to get a bad rap, but you know what? They uh, I'll stand behind it. Um, mainstream media is, uh, is continually telling uh, mistruths. And Rebel Media tells it like it is. And I love it. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you.
0: watch regularly you know I'm not one to endorse politicians but I tell you I hope Glenn wins because not only is he a good and decent man but he's a good advocate for Alberta's industries and a good advocate for small businesses and I'll go one step further he's willing to pay the personal price to do the right thing as he's proven with United We Roll and now as he's proven on town council. Regular viewers of the show know that I am also constantly banging the drum to tell you that Conservatives should absolutely be focused on municipal politics because those are the things that affect us first and affect us the most. It's property taxes, it's garbage pickup, it's potholes. And we should know that the patchwork quilt of different ways municipalities have been dealing with the coronavirus, epidemic, pandemic, whatever they're calling it, is evidence that you need to have freedom-minded politicians on your town councils. And furthermore, I hope Glenn also rounds up a slate of prospective freedom-minded town councillors to run with him because Glenn can't be the only guy advocating for freedom and small businesses in those council chambers. Well, everybody, that's the show for tonight. Thank you so much for joining me for this, I don't know, I guess relaxed fit stretchy pants edition of the gun show I had to sort of put the gun show together today from the road while I was covering different rallies different businesses reopening and of course different fight the fines stories from all over the map so (laughs) thank you so much for your patience with me and thank you everybody in the office for your patience with me this week as well I'll see everybody back here in the same time but maybe not (laughs) the same place next week. And remember, don't let the government tell you that you've had too much to think.